Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. When I think of 4th of July, I think of explosions, booze, and scantily clad women. So obviously what comes to mind is the lovely and talented P.J. O'Rourke. P.J., how you doing? Yeah, well, I fit into the booze and the explosions part there. You know, as a as a scantily clad woman, I am a sad failure. <laughs> but you know where to find them on short notice, and that's the key here. Well, don't, let's let's not tell the world that. Yes. You know, <laughs> I'm a happily married man. When I think of, of seriously, when I think of partying and having fun, and particularly uh, on the end of the political spectrum, that perhaps is more known for. C-SPAN viewing and complaining about soccer, you stand out, P.J. O'Rourke, as kind of a party animal, a reference to a previous book of yours, and yet you've written a piece for the Daily Beast about how it's time for us to abandon our celebration of the 4th of July. Yeah, I mean, we, we have to sort of deconstruct. I mean, you know, I, I, maybe I'm getting, like, sensitive uh, 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 and caring and green and politically committed in my old age. This happens to, to, to people at... Joan Didion started out as a Reagan supporter and wound up, you know, nesting in the uh, in the lefty salons of uh, of Manhattan. You know, maybe I'm headed the same way, but I, yeah. I, so I came up with 27 sensitive, caring, green, and politically committed reasons to ban the Fourth of July. Uh, and uh, so, just give us a couple of the ones that you think are the most powerful. You start with the famous John Adams uh, quote about how we should celebrate. Uh, the Fourth of July, solemnized yeah, with pomp yeah, and parades. Yeah, ought to be uh, pomp, solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forward, forevermore. And see, I, I, I hear that, and I say, you know, now let's de- deconstruct this letter that okay. he sent to his wife. You know, I mean, celebrated, yes, by white males privileged by European descent, social status, income disparity, and lobbying influence in the Continental <laughs> Congress, huh? <laughs> what about oppressed people of color? You know, what about women who didn't have the vote? You know, and and uh, and undocumented Hessian immigrants. You know. <laughs> Displaced victims of British subject and ethnic cleansing, you know. I mean, no, it was, it was, uh, and then then we get into the succeeding generations thing. Well, overpopulation is a pressing global issue, you know. I mean, just all sorts of adverse effects, uh, health, economic equality, ecological sustainability, species extinction, you know, especially in developing countries <laughs> such as the United States was in 1776. But, P.J. work. what could anyone even today in the PC world of America have against games and sports? Oh, well, no mention of Title IX, as far as I can tell, you know, and the sports and and games already in 1776. Rich white male elites were playing mm. games with the American people. You yeah, know, I no, happen I, to believe, uh, P.J. Work, that if we could bring the founding fathers today to America, the thing that would cause them to be most heartbroken is the widespread availability of soccer. I think that would really... I think, <laughs> I think they would say, "Where has our revolution gone?" So you're right on the games I, part. I, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yes, especially in this in this World Cup moment. You know, now that uh, now that the USA has been defeated by a country the size of a tablecloth. You know, <laughs> not only is Belgium the size of a tablecloth, but I mean, it has just been like a walkover for armies. Like they, you know, since like uh, uh, you know, since since the, the Duke of Empire. Wellington. 
Yeah, since the Duke of Wellington was a corporal. I got a nasty tweet after complaining about the World Cup nonsense from a Belge who said, Americans can't even find Belgium on the map. I said, nobody who's not planning on invading France can find Belgium on a map. Are you kidding me? The Dutch can't find Belgium on a map. In fact, the Belgians are, are split, you know, uh, uh, just sort of permanently divided between, right. the, you know, the Flemish and the French speaking uh, uh belgians uh even they are arguing about where they are on the map so it's okay uh, Peter, yeah, Morgan, no. your indictment of um of uh celebrating the fourth of july you also single out bonfires now who could possibly be against a bonfire well bonfires campfires and other forms of underregulated recreational fire use are a leading cause of wildfires which burn an average of 1,700,000 acres a year in America, mm-hmm. destroying scenic beauty that should be available to us all, <laughs> all and, and, and while increasing the nation's carbon footprint. And you also mentioned that uh, we celebrate with cookouts, which lends to similar problems. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, burning charcoal generates hydrocarbons, uh, particulate <laughs> air pollution, wildfires, and carbon footprints. By the way, my mom makes the most delicious carbon footprints every year at the 4th of July. I <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. They are good. Mustard-based They're, barbecue one, sauce. They're phenomenal. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite uh, dishes. You know, and, 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 you know, and cooking food with charcoal produces known carcinogens. Uh, carcinogens, and and we have no way of knowing how many unknown carcinogens. Well, Don Rumsfeld warned us about those years ago. And you also... The unknown unknowns. Apparently, even the food we eat, assuming that we cook it through the proper method, which is a solar-fired oven, even then we're failing. Oh, yes. Cheeseburgers, hot dogs, deviled eggs, potato salad, calorie-intensive, high in saturated fat content. America is suffering from an obesity uh, epidemic. But what if what I have I grilled you? chick what if I have grilled chicken and fish though? No, no, no. Eating animals and animal products <laughs> reflects species prejudice. Reflects species prejudice. and we have to get over that. It's a poisonous legacy. You know? When when I was in college, PJ, I the college served those horrible premix eggs, you know, for breakfast. Oh yeah, I remember them well, and, yeah. And some they posted up a little comments board for complaints and someone complained about the egg and they said, No, we only use real egg and egg byproduct. What is an egg byproduct? It's called the shell. Exactly. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Um, so what about uh, uh, alcohol on 4th of July? Because uh, I, I use alcohol to celebrate 4th of July. You, of course, PJ, are known to use alcohol to celebrate the opening of a refrigerator door. Uh, what about well, alcohol? Well, you know, I, it, 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 I, 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 of course, you know, you can't accept that. I mean, you know, uh, I mean... Let's go back to the, to the cheeseburgers and hot dogs here. They, they are served on buns and rolls that yes. do not meet the dietary needs of those who are gluten intolerant. It's true. And the same is true of common brands of beer industrially brewed oh. by large monopolistic multinational corporations with marketing programs that may target children. Uh, speaking of children, uh, you want to even take away our precious fireworks. What is the 4th of July? Well, fireworks injure 8,700 Americans a year. And as I've been told, the fireworks are set off on the 4th of July. (laughs) Being from down south, we light fireworks on the 4th of July, or we do fireworks, which I always thought was an interesting verbal setup. Now, that means not letting go of them. Exactly (laughs) right. Accidentally letting go of the beer instead of the... (laughs) Yeah, when you drive across the border into South Carolina, the convenience stores have big signs that say gas, 
uh, fireworks, ammo, excuse me, gas, beer, fireworks, and lottery tickets. We're drunk, we're mobile, we can explode things, and we just lost our rent check playing the lottery. So we're not happy people any of the time uh, year-round. What about um, the uh, Je- Thomas Jefferson and his role in uh, writing the, the declaration, the fact that he died on the 4th of July, as did He John died Adams. on the 4th of July, and John Adams, they both died on, on, the, on the 4th of July, 1826. And I think that they should be set aside for raising awareness of Jefferson's hypocritical slave ownership, his <laughs> sexual exploitation of <laughs> Sally Hemings, and President Adams' support for the 1798 Alien and Sedition Acts, which allowed the president to imprison foreign nationals. And that, that means that some, some people may have been down in Gitmo for 216 <laughs> years. You know? And we've been, feeding, we've been feeding him the whole time. Then, of course, because the 4th of July is fundamentally a government uh, celebration, that is, a government declares a date, they've even screwed that up, right, PJ? They've even screwed that up. I mean, you know, it's just, that's the, 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 that, that partisan politics in Washington, you know, that, that obstructionist uh, uh, Republicans. Fourth of July is on the wrong day, as a matter of fact. Is he, is he, Donald Congress actually declared independence from Britain on J- July 2nd. John Adams, his entire life, way, all the way to 1826, refused to, 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 to celebrate July 4th on July 4th, because he thought it should be July 2nd. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the calendar, and I said, you know, the 4th of July or the 2nd of July, uh, it would have been yesterday, you know. Right. And if we if we could have taken a couple of days of family leave, which, you know, that obstructionist partisan politics down in Washington prevents U.S. corporations <laughs> from being required to provide family leave, uh, we could have taken some family leave on either side of Wednesday. had a whole damn, you know, week an entire week to uh, uh, play games, you know, and uh, and sports and fire guns and ring bells and light bonfires and grilled cheeseburgers and drink beer and blow our fingers off with M80s. We can't so, even get the date right. No, you didn't even get the date right. So it's 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 wrong. It's a deplorable national holiday. And that's why I think we should abandon the Fourth of July and instead celebrate the day that Obamacare became effective as a law because. That truly shows the greatness that our government can achieve. That's right. That's right. How would we celebrate that? I guess by getting very sick. (laughs) Or or blowing our fingers off and running into the nearest hospital. P.J. O'Rourke, have a terrific Fourth of July weekend, and thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome, Michael. Good to talk to you. Thank you for listening to this special Fourth of July Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check out weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.